You're listening to the Women Inspiring Women podcast. Each week, network marketing professional and mom-turned-entrepreneur Melanie Mitro gives you her tried-and-true tips for building a business from your kitchen table. This self-made millionaire went from a stay-at-home mom to the top of a network marketing business in just three years. She built an online health and fitness business from the ground up while raising babies and juggling being a mom and wife. Now she wants to help you become the boss of your own life. For blog posts, business tips, and more, check out her website at melaniemitro.com. Now let's get to the show. Here's your host, Melanie Mitro. Well, good morning, everybody. Hey, it is Melanie Mitro, and we are here with the Women Inspiring Women podcast today. And, you know, uh, one of the things that people have always asked me is, you know, how do you find the discipline to stay consistent to build your business? And even at the beginning, when you didn't have any prior knowledge or any background skill about building a network marketing business, you know, and you had two small children at home and no support really from your spouse or the people around you, you know, how did you find the discipline and the motivation to to grow your business? And so today, in today's episode, we're actually going to talk about discipline. We are going to talk about time management and decreasing distractions. And we're also going to talk about procrastination. So I'm sure that these resonate with you in some way, shape, or form. And hopefully I can give you just a little bit of insight into my mind and how I have overcome some of the very common roadblocks that set people back. So the first thing this morning, guys, is discipline, right? So when it comes to discipline, it's not it's not a skill that you're born with. It's not something that God just blesses you with. You know, discipline is something that you can learn and it is uh, almost like a muscle. The more that you work your discipline muscle, the more that it becomes stronger and, you know, the more that you can just handle that consistency over time. And so reading this book by Angela Duckworth. It's called Grit. And uh, actually, Jeff Hill talked about it at our Coach Summit here in July. And he talks about, you know, in this book, Angela, it's very scientific, right? If you can get past the scientific part of this book, it's amazing because they talk about these West Point graduates that Angela studied. And she talks about how, you know, in order to become a West Point student and to go through this beast training that they have, it's, it's rigorous training It is the best of the best, the people that excelled in all of the educational testing and the physical testing and the emotional testing. And so these are the people that out of the 5,000 applicants, they are the chosen ones. They They are put up on a pedestal as the best. But then during this, this intense training period that they call beast, people quit. These West Point students that are the best of the best quit. And it's insane to think, you know, out of the skill and on paper, they just look like they're the perfect students and they're, they're going to excel. What causes them to quit? And Angela goes on to talk about this concept of, of having grit. And really what it is, is it's passion for the thing that you're doing perseverance in the face of adversity, having that 
never give up attitude. And those things combined outweigh any education or test score or physical activity that you can do. It is all about the person, the individual having this intense passion to be focused on the outcome and the goal at hand to, to, to succeed in the face of every adversity that could possibly be put in front of them. And I think about my life and and the business that I've created and the fact that I don't have a background in network marketing. I had zero Instagram followers. Actually, I created my Instagram account when I opened my business. I had less than 100 friends on my Facebook, no like page, no YouTube. I ha- I didn't know how to start a blog or use any of the 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 social media editing sort of applications that I use now in my business. That was all self-taught because I had this passion for helping people to achieve a healthy and fulfilling life. And because of that passion, I was willing to persevere in the face of adversity when a lot of the cards were stacked against me. And so I believe that that discipline is something that that is created because you love what you do, right? You love the thing that you do. So one of the things that, that you just have to ask yourself as you're listening to to this this episode today is, okay, is the thing that I am trying to be disciplined at something that is highly motivating to me? So I always ask my, my team, you know, what is your desired outcome? What is it that you want? Because that is the baseline. You know, you can achieve any rank, any income, you can achieve accolades in your business and awards in what you do. But if you don't love what you do, if you're just chasing the next carrot to, you know, to be a part of that club, the diamond club, the star diamond club, the millions club, but it once you get there, it has no fulfillment. What's going to keep you going? What's going to keep you excited? It's just going to feel like a job. And so I always ask people, you know, close your eyes and, and ask yourself, where do you you envision yourself five years from now if 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 everything lines up the way you want it to where do you want to spend your time and so whenever I began my business the very first opportunity to achieve was the success club trip so it's this rewards trip that we get for helping people every single month to achieve their health and fitness goals and if you do if you hit these certain benchmarks you get invited to a success club trip and the trip was a trip to Disney for your family and I saw the Magic Kingdom on that computer screen, on that screen at the Super Saturday event, and immediately I thought of my children and I thought, okay, this we wanna go to Disney so bad, but this is like in the 10 year plan and there's no way we could afford to fly anywhere. There's no way we could afford park tickets, let alone all the extras we would wanna do while we are there. We barely have enough money. We're fighting about when we can buy groceries for the week, right? And so for me, I started to think about what my kids' faces would be like if I was able to take them on that trip and how proud I would be to know that I earned that trip for our family. And my husband, like I wanted him to be proud of me because I was contributing to our family and I was lessening that burden. And so the the emotion just welled up inside of me. And even as I talk about it, I get goosebumps on my arm because this That is what drove me. And I printed out pictures of the Magic Kingdom and I made it the screensaver on my phone and I visualized us walking into the park as a family and feeling that sense of accomplishment. 
And that, at that moment, was the desired outcome that led me to be disciplined every day to do the things in my business that were going to get me there, to wake up when the alarm went off, to choose to do my invites and my follow-ups and expanding my contact list and putting myself out there in ways that I had never done before and to share the opportunity. And every time I got nervous or scared or afraid or fearful, I would look at the screensaver and look at that magic kingdom. I would look in my kids' eyes and I would say to myself, "It's I would be doing my kids a huge disservice. I would be letting them down if I didn't suck it up and go out there and make this goal happen. What's the worst that's going to happen? People are going to say no or not right now, but I certainly am not going to die. And I can't, I have to try. I have to move forward because this means the world to me. And then at every stage of my business, there were different goals along the way. You know, I would envision being able to pay off our debt and pay off our mortgage and save our kids' college educations. And so at each stage of the game, the business had a bigger purpose it was a means for me to get to an end for my family to be fulfilled to feel like I was adding back into society so first and foremost before you can take action you have to know why you're taking action and what does that mean to you and you know the next thing is this you know the I was reading I read a lot the five second rule by Mel Robbins and she talks in that book specifically about this concept of saying you know Um, The moment that you accept the fact that we, we just want to do the things that feel easy, you realize the secret to success, right? So listen to this again. The moment you accept the fact that we just want to do the things that feel easy, that's the secret to success. It's the slight edge. Okay, let's put it in perspective. It is easy to hit the snooze button on your alarm versus getting up at 5 a.m. It is easy to say, I don't have time to make myself a healthy breakfast, so I will just hit the drive through grab a coffee and a bagel, and head off to work. I'll do it tomorrow. It's easy to come home at the end of your 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 full-time job and turn on the TV and put on your comfy clothes and just zone out for the rest of the evening. It is it is easy to do those things. It is hard to make the decision to not turn the TV on and sit down and build your business. You know, it is a challenge. It is not the ideal thing to in you think I wake up at 5 a.m. and just spring myself out of bed and I'm just excited to start my day. Heck no. There are mornings when that alarm goes off that I am peeling my eyelids open and I am telling myself, you're up, you're up, you're up, Melanie. You want this, you want success, you you want to inspire people today, people are counting on you, and the whole way to the bathroom. I'm to brush my teeth. I am talking to myself about about how much I am going to inspire people today by getting out of bed. But in reality, I want to stay in that warm, cozy bed. And there, I'll also be honest with you that there are days that I go through a million different excuses in my mind as to why I should actually stay in bed today. You know, why I deserve to have a day off, why I've worked so hard so far this week and today should be the day I get to rest. And yes, there are days that I rest, but the bottom line is this. The things that are easy to do are going to give you instant gratification. They are not going to be the things that are going to give you the long-term success. And that's the key point. You know, we look for instant gratification, instant feel-good endorphins. And the reality is that 
the things that are worth having are worth working for. And you won't necessarily see the, you aren't going to get a pat on the back for getting out of bed at 5 a.m. But in five years from now, you know, you're going to be getting accolades and you're going to have this amazing paycheck and you're going to have a growing team because you created discipline on day one, day 30, day 90, day 365 and beyond. It's the disciplines that you choose. And the fact that you realize like it's, it's, they're easy choices, but you just have to understand that they're not always going to be the fun ones to do, but they're the ones that are going to get you to where you want to be. You're just never going to feel like it. You just have to do it. I don't, I don't always want to work out, but I also know that that's a part of me continuing on this path to my health and fitness and my journey. So, so you've got to think about that. Stop thinking it will stop thinking about the way you feel. In this case, your feelings don't matter. The only thing that matters is what you do. So when you sit down at your computer and it's time to build your business and you say, oh my gosh, what if I invite this person and they tell me no? What if I invite this person and they say yes? Then how do I train that person? Oh my gosh, right? And and what if they ask me questions that I don't know the answer to? Who cares? Who cares? Just send the invite because if you keep waiting, if you keep overanalyzing, it's, you're never going to know. And you already have the skills and the knowledge to be able to answer the questions or to handle getting somebody started right. You just have to take that leap of faith. Otherwise, you're always going to be wondering what if. It's better to move from one failure to the next and gain experience to say, well, that didn't work and that did work than to sit back and say, I wish I would have tried. Or I wish I would have done more. I wish I would have listened. You have to have the courage to start and to stick with it and to keep sharing it with the world until you find your formula, your voice, your recipe for success that builds your momentum and attracts your tribe to you, right? So the second piece today is is decreasing distractions. When it comes to getting what you want in life, it comes to being disciplined, one of the big things is distractions. I mean, let's just for a minute think about all the distractions that we have. Well, I think the snooze button is a distraction. I think the TV and my phone and YouTube and Facebook and Instagram stories and scrolling Instagram, those are distractions. Doing the laundry and cooking dinner and friends calling and wanting to go out to go out to eat, like those are distractions. Those are things that you are that you are doing maybe instead of building your business. So how many of you, when you wake up in the morning, you sit and you get on your phone and you look at your Instagram and then you look at Instagram stories and then you look at Facebook and then you look at your Facebook messages. Oh, and then maybe Snapchat if you're on there too. And then you check your email, Facebook messages, into your challenge groups, and then you get out of bed. And 45 minutes has gone by. Holy guacamole, you are wasting time in the day. And so one of the things that I have learned to do is remove distractions. And one of the biggest distractions is in fact social media. So for me, I have zero notifications that that show up on my phone. I have to open Facebook Messenger in order to see who has sent me a message. I have to open Instagram to see who sent me a message. Same thing with my emails. Reason being is that when I'm in the moment and I'm writing, I'm blogging, I am making a video, I'm spending time with my family, it is important that I eliminate distractions that are going to take me away from accomplishing the task at hand in, in the amount of time that I've set for it. And I also, when it's time for me to spend time with my family, I need to be present with my family first and foremost and not have the distractions of my business. Make sense? So one of the things that I do 
is my morning routine. I, I own this morning routine. When I wake up in the morning, and I encourage you to create a routine for yourself, but this is what works best for me. When that alarm goes off at 5 a.m., that, that is my peak time. Once I take my, my pre-workout, my energize, and my, my brain starts to get moving, you know, I get up and I drink my glass of water. You know, I am my most, I'm in my prime for the first three hours that I'm awake. And one of the things that I've started doing because I am a naturally anxious person, my mind is always racing. I find that when I wake up in the morning that I set my intention for the day. And I start before I even get out of bed, I will just do about five deep breaths where I I hold, I breathe in for five, I hold it for two, I breathe out for five. And then I will say to myself some positive affirmations. You know, I am strong, I am worthy, I will make an impact today. People can't wait to hear my message, right? I have all the tools I need to succeed. All of those things, I will talk about my intentions for the day. At any time some negative or anxiety uh, emotions start to creep in, I just go back to that methodical breathing and that gets my heart rate down and it gets me in control. I do that for just a few minutes. I get out of bed. I walk over to my office and this is my time to not turn the phone on, to not open up my computer and log in, but to choose the personal development book that I'm reading, to get out my journal, to set my intentions for the day, to take some time to read and make sure that I am filling my cup first because you can't put the oxygen mask on everybody else before you put it on yourself. Otherwise, you are not going to survive and and then we're going to have a problem. So I find that when I feed my soul and my mind first and I let out the things that I have inside of my head onto paper, I am much more ready to start the day. And I allow myself about 45 minutes to do those activities. And then before I go to do my workout, I will write down my top three must-dos and why they're important to me. So when you look at your business, you say to yourself, what are the things, the top three things that I have to accomplish in my day and why? And it, the why should always be because it's actually going to produce a sale, uh, a new member on my team, a new customer. It's going to help me grow my traction or my visibility or my voice. All of those things. I always do the must do's first. And I make sure that I I know why. And I'll even put them in one, two, three order. And then everything else sort of falls underneath of that. And so when I know why I want to do what I need to do first, I have clarity in my day. So I head off. I go to my workout space. I press play on my workout. I do that. I hurry up. I try to be efficient with my time as much as possible. I get my shower and I'm ready to go for the day. And so the next thing that I do is, and this is where most of us may go wrong. When we open our computer, we go directly to messenger. We go directly to email. We go directly to Instagram or checking in with our challenge groups. I've learned that I need to do my stuff first. So especially if it's writing a blog or if it's making a video, I will actually do those activities first because the minute I open email and the minute I open messenger, I go down a rabbit hole that usually lasts me a very long time and it forces me to not get the things done that I need to get done. So if you flip around your day and you say to yourself, when I am at peak performance, peak time in my day, I need to make sure that I'm focused on the activities and my children are still asleep at this point. So writing a blog post takes me a fraction of the time when they are sleeping as opposed to when they are awake. 
And so for me, that's being productive. That's using my time wisely because I can answer a question. I can send a voice message. I can comment on a challenger's progress at any point in the day, but I can't have my full brain power to write a blog post when the boys are wreaking havoc in the house and and are wrestling in the living room, right? So you want to think about your brain power. You want to structure your morning in such a way that you're creating a morning routine that is allowing you to be as productive as possible. And then the next part is that I plan my quitting time. So, so often we let our person, our beach body or our business life run into our personal life. And so for me, I would always say I'm going to end my day at 12 o'clock and then at 1.30 or 2 o'clock I would actually end or even better, and maybe you can relate to this, I would end, I had a babysitter that would come to the house and she would leave at 12 o'clock and I would just take my laptop from my office to the kitchen and I would sit there and work while the kids were playing and I would call that family time. And that's embarrassing to admit, but that's exactly what was happening. And so I wasn't giving anybody the best of me. They were just getting what was rest of, what, what was left over of me and impartial. So it is better to spend two or three hours of quality time without your phone or computer or any mobile device and just be present at doing the things with your family that you love to do and, and having that end time. So if my end time is 12 o'clock at 11.30, I have a notification that goes off on my Google Calendar and it just reminds me that I've got 30 minutes to wrap up these tasks for the day. And so I start my sort of wind down process of, okay, I either need to table this activity that I'm working on now because I need to make sure I do a couple of these follow-ups and I will wrap it up. And when it's time, it's time. Lights go off. Phone goes in the drawer if that's where it's going. You know, computer gets turned off and now I go be present with the next activity that I'm supposed to be doing. And it's created this sense of calm and peace in my life because number one, I've gotten my work out of the way in the morning. So I'm not anxious about it all day long as to when I'm going to fit in my business hours as a stay-at-home mom. You know, now I know that the activities that needed to get done were done first and then everything else is just gravy. And it it did give me a lot of peace. So if you're the kind of person that has been sleeping in, waking up maybe when your kids get up or, you know, waking up to get them off to the bus and out the door and you're already feeling behind, I would challenge you to give it a month and flip your schedule and say maybe you get up in the morning and you do all of your work and then you work out when your kids are awake and they work out with you or you switch your workout to an afternoon time when they take a nap. You know, so you play with this to find the routine that fits best for you. But having that plan time, clearing the distractions, getting rid of the notifications, writing down my one to three must do's in my day and why they're important and planning that quitting time has been a game changer, has been a game changer for me. Now, let me tell you, I am not perfect at this by any means and I totally have moments where I get way too off track and I have to rein it in But I will say that being disciplined and and owning this routine and getting rid of the distractions is just a constant work in progress. And it's just something that we have to learn how to manage on our own. All right, and the last thing is procrastination. You know, procrastination, I'd like to call myself the queen of procrastination, even though you may not think that, especially writing a speech or doing a blog post, or inviting people to join my business. Those are the top three things that I will procrastinate on until I have to do it. Why? Well, because they're hard. 
right? Or, you know, maybe at the beginning I was fearful that people would tell me no when I invited them to the business or because there were other things that were more fun that I would rather do, like posting in my challenge groups or making a live video. I like to do those things more than I like to send follow-ups or write a blog post. But I know that the follow-ups and the blog posts and the invites to the business opportunity are the things that move me my the needle of my business forward exponentially over any of the other things that I think are fun. And so I found myself even yesterday in the kitchen wiping off the tables and putting the chair pads outside, you know, when the kids were going to go swimming and watering my plants. And I was supposed to be doing my follow-ups. And I caught myself dead in my tracks and was like, what the heck are you doing, Melanie? You are certainly not practicing what you're preaching. And I put down that watering can and I went back into my office and I immediately got busy on sending the follow-ups. But when I opened my computer... There were, there were notifications and there were messages from other people. And another easy way to get sidetracked is to think to yourself, I got to respond to this first and I got to do this first. And you are now letting somebody else dictate your time instead of you dictating your time. So one, one thing that I encourage you to do is you have to become aware that you're doing it. Number one, you have to be aware. And then once you become aware, you can't just say, oh yeah, I'm a procrastinator. That's how I am. You have to say, I'm a procrastinator, but I'm changing that. And here's how I'm changing it. And it becomes this process of stopping yourself when you notice that you're starting to procrastinate and you're making excuses and then you are saying, okay, what is the outcome that I am working towards achieving? Get back on track, make the decision and get going in that direction. So that is what I do to kind of stop that procrastination is to always be saying to myself, is what I'm doing building my business? Is this the best use of my time? And then also I will give myself a time limit. So I actually set a timer for how long I'm going to check in with my customers, how long I'm going to engage with my coaches, you know, how long I'm going to write a blog post, how long it's going to take me to make my graphics for social media. And I work off of a timer so that I don't spend too much time in one area of my business and and that I am being efficient. Because I know a lot of people that they're, you may have, you may be home all day long or have the ability to work this full-time business and so you just spend hours checking in with challengers and checking in with your teammates and making this post and editing a photo which takes you an hour and a half and it's like you are wasting your time on a lot of things that are not producing you results and when I say producing you results it is commissions It is not contacts. It is not people you invited that are maybes. It is the sale showing up in your office and it is the commission in your pocket. That's the results that you're measuring by. And a lot of you are procrastinating. You you have so many distractions and you don't know what you want and you're just out there trying to figure it out. So as we kind of close today, here's what I want you to consider doing as your next steps is close your eyes. And I want you to simply say to yourself, where do I want to be five five years from now? What do I want my future to look like? Do I want to own a beach house, a lake house with a boat? Do I want to pay off all my student debt? Do I want to travel? Do I want to be able to leave a job that I feel unfulfilled or start a nonprofit or volunteer? What is your life going to look like? You close your eyes and you think about that and you visualize yourself as if you've already achieved it and you are spending your time at that lake house and your kids are running down through the grass to the dock to get with their fishing poles and they're getting in the boat and you load the cooler in and you start the engine and the sun is shining and it's a beautiful day and you feel that cool breeze on your face and you think to yourself this 
is exactly where I want to be right now. This is heaven. And I have earned this by working hard, by being disciplined, by staying consistent. And every morning when you wake up, you visualize where you want to be five years from now. And then you say to yourself, it's not going to get there unless I take action. I'm going to get out of bed right now and I'm going to make that list. I'm going to do the things that we discussed today and I will never lose sight of the thing that sets my soul on fire because it's going to be a means to the end that I desire. And every day you work on that and there is no guarantee of how long it's going to take you to get there. But if you have that belief, eventually, eventually it will happen for you. Keep that vision and that fire alive. Learn how to create discipline. Remember what I said at the beginning about those West Point graduates. It doesn't matter how how smart or beautiful or how much education that you have that you bring to the table. It is about the grit. It is about the passion, the perseverance, that never give up attitude towards the goal that you desire. And not the goals that everybody else desires, but what you desire. All right. Thank you so much for participating in this Women Inspiring Women podcast today with your host, Melanie Mitro. I would love your feedback. And if you have not rated my podcast yet, will you please head over to iTunes and give me a little rating? I would appreciate it if you could write me a little review. That would be awesome. And lastly, head over to MelanieMitro.com and just subscribe to my updates. I will always update you on blog information and free trainings and resources that will help you build the business of your dreams. Thank you everybody and have a wonderful day.